I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What's up, everyone? This is Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. We've got a really special guest here for you today. JJ, you want to tell us about our guest? Yeah, so our guest is from a show on Netflix that a bunch of people have been telling me about. And then Catherine over here. Hey, Hi. Kat. Uh, Kat eventually uh, got me to watch it, and I was blown away at just how bizarre and entertaining all of it was. Uh, so we've got LC from Love is Blind. And uh, her friend and our friend, uh, Robert, over here. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Hi, I'm Elsie's I'm friend, Robert. So I'm also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and a, a friend of ours and a friend of the show. Yeah, so yeah. super excited to have him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you want to follow me because I'm Elsie's friend, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he babysat my cat while I was on the show. So I wouldn't have even been there if it wasn't for him. So I deserve the 20,000 Instagram followers. Oh, And guys, we should let you know we're recording this over Zoom. So if the audio sounds a little different than normal, we just ask you to be patient with us as we're all kind of still in the middle of dealing with this pandemic. Um, but we're going to do our best to keep bringing you guys content every Monday. And I mean, what better treat to have Elsie and Robert on for this episode? Yeah. Uh, shout out to the world. I hope you guys are doing okay out there. Maybe since you're stuck at home, you're getting 
some visits from loved ones, ghosts, let us know. Oh. We're ready to, we're ready to interview you. Can you imagine being quarantined in a house that was haunted? Mm. Oh my gosh. That would be my dream. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I would, I would love to be stuck in a house with a ghost. Um, mm, depends on the ghost. I mean, maybe uh, <laughs> at least like be able to get out and go for a walk, I guess. You know, so far they're still letting us do that. But yeah, I would hope my ghost would be an extrovert though. So like happening now. <laughs> You're yeah. <laughs> if my ghost was an introvert, I'd be so pissed. You'd be like, you want to play a game? <laughs> or be like, watch me, listen to me do karaoke by myself in my living room real quick. <laughs> you want to do TikTok? <laughs> well, JJ is our most oh, skeptic of all our hosts, but he's also the most, uh, he wants to be haunted more than anybody on the entire podcast. And we keep telling I him, really like, do. I'm not sure if you want that in your life. That's, that's some heavy oh, shit. It probably is one of those things I wouldn't appreciate if it actually happened to me, but I've, I'll never know unless it happens. So that's what happened to us. Like I was a huge skeptic. I think Lauren, you kind Same. of, Yeah. And um, we, like, I was like, JJ, I wanted to know. I really was interested in it. I'd watch like, you know, the paranormal show things. I love that kind of stuff. But I was like, mm, I don't know about all this. Like, whatever. It's like in the movies, you know? Yeah, see, I gave zero fucks about it, but it just happened to us without us warning it. So you guys were both pretty skeptical before this incident. And uh, can I ask now, are you, uh, you know, on a scale of one to 10, one being don't believe in ghosts at all. 10 is uh, absolutely. I talk to ghosts every day. Where, where are you at with your skepticism? Ready, Lauren, on the count of three. Ready? <laughs> one, two, three. Three, eight. Six, Ooh, eight. an eight from Elsie and a six from Robert. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So that's it's not just the one experience, it's like a lot of different things that made me be convinced. Yeah, oh. so this is my one, like my one and only experience was, oh. was but it was a whole year, it was a whole year, <laughs> so it was a whole experience, but. I haven't experienced it since. I think this is just a special area. Gotcha. I'm super excited <laughs> to hear what this is. <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead and uh, jump right in. Uh, tell us what what you experienced together. Cool, Lauren, you want to start? Yeah. So we, how me and Robert met was we were interns um, after college for a theater company in Georgia, and it, we were just really busy all the time, like doing lots of things. And so we were just like, we were like drinking a lot and <laughs> we didn't really think much of the weird stuff that was happening. Cause like a lot of weird stuff was happening at the, at the time. And we were in the middle of nowhere and, um, we were two of six apprentice. Um, and so the six of us were like thrust into this tiny ass town coming from all different places. Um, so we were all by ourselves in this house in the middle of nowhere with nobody we knew, um, working kind of like 18 hour days. All the interns were also roommates? Yeah, yeah. we all lived in the same house. So the, the, house, the house was owned by the, okay, so, we were, we were the people, like the, the area we were at, it was just like a lot. Uh, there was like a lot of like open land and a lot of older houses and like, um, yeah, stuff like that. And a lot of like, I'm sure like some burial ground situations, but who knows? <laughs> it's like a farm to table community is how they, how they described it. So it was like a community of people that lived out in the middle of nowhere in these gorgeous houses, this expensive area. 
and then also had a theater company, which we interned at. So it was already uh, kind of like a weird vibe anyway, you know, but like we didn't really have time to even think about it. And, um, so it sounds like y'all were kind of at like a bougie hippie commune. Yeah. That accurate. <laughs> and you can't tell us where. Otherwise, you said it. I don't know with that. Okay. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So there was one night, like the first, like a lot of weird stuff was happening that we just thought was just like weird. Like uh, so, there's a lot of us that summer. There was more than six of us that summer. It was like ten of us in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole year there was six of us. But for the summer when there was ten, all the guys there was like five guys. I think. There were five of us in the basement. All of you were in the basement. And you and the other guy, Will, that this is like, that was the craziest one to me. Will and I, um, so we, we were, they put us in the basement with like these Ikea beds, like the cheapest bed option, like five to a basement. So we are sleeping bunker style. And it's me and Will, who me and Lauren's the best friend from college. And Will and I got really close. Um, so we sat next to each other, um, in our beds and, um, I had never dreamed before in my life. I'm not like a big dreamer. Um, so never like dreamed before and that sounds so dramatic, <laughs> like goals or when you sleep, he's got no aspirations. <laughs> I'm a low life. Um, no. but like, like when I sleep, I sleep and I wake up, like there's no, like, I don't remember a shit from when it happens but I was having these very vivid nightmares of skipped needing, right over dreams even <laughs> straight to nightmares. Yeah. Of like needing someone's help. Like it would be like, I needed someone to save me from a burning building or I needed somebody to hide me from somebody who was chasing me. And I would come to somebody who was there to help me. Um, but he had no face. I couldn't like figure out his face and then he wouldn't help me. He would just stand still. So one night we're all like drinking, being dumb 22 theater people. Also, I feel like it's important to know real quick that a lot of weird stuff like this would happen while we were drinking. So like, we were like, oh, maybe we're just doing something dumb. Like one of us, there's so many of us, like maybe someone's doing something, you know? Yeah. But I, um, I start telling this story about my nightmares and then Will stops me. He's like, shut up. Who, Who told you? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're trying to scare me who told you about my dreams. So Will and I were having these same exact dreams next to each other. And he had just confided in our friend Allie about it a few days earlier. And then I started talking about the dream that I was having. And they're very similar. Weird. In the same spot in the room. And nobody else was having them. Hmm, That's creepy. Yes. But so come to find out that spot we were sleeping in. It's not like a few, like a couple of months. Yeah, it was like, it's probably like two or three months at least of weird stuff. And we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So, I mean, the more things happened before that. So let's talk about that, Lauren, of like the night when the brick hit the house. <laughs> I still don't know about the brick. I don't know. The brick thing, I, I don't I don't know. It was weird. But I, I feel like I can make an excuse for the brick thing. But basically, we were all it was the summer. So it was all 10 of us in this house still. Um, and we're all like just hanging out, drinking and all of a sudden this all, so what I'm about, what I'm about to tell you has all, <laughs> all happened in the span of like less than a minute, but there's so much going on that it takes longer than a minute to tell the story. But like, it was all less than a minute that this happened. Because there's 10 screaming theater people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So 
I'm in the living room with a couple of other people sitting on the couch and then Robert and a few others, like a lot of other people are in the kitchen. Some Will and Allie had left to go to the gas station and come back. Um, but they had been gone for like five minutes. It'd probably be at least like a 10, 15 minute, maybe drive to the, like to the gas station. So like they were definitely not there. So all of a sudden, like we were just like hanging out, loud music, like partying, whatever the power goes out. And we were like, shit. <laughs> and then we heard all the girls. So all the girls are sleeping upstairs. And all the guys are sleeping downstairs. For some reason, mm-hmm. all the women heard a scream from the upstairs and it sounded like Allie. So we were like, you know, when people like the lights go out and people scream when you're in class, mm-hmm. or yeah. it was like that. Like it was a instantly goes out and everyone's like, ah, and I heard one from upstairs. And I was like, Oh, I thought, I just thought they hadn't left yet. Like, for, or like for the gas station, I just thought they had it gone, but they had, <laughs> oh and, gosh. but also Will and Allie are like pranksters too. So like, I don't know, like, I don't know. But we saw her car pull away. Yeah. Like, the street. I didn't see the car pull away. I saw the car pull up, but I thought that she just hadn't left. And that I heard, I heard a scream from upstairs, but all the guys heard it from downstairs, which I thought was weird. Like we all heard it from like our beds basically. Um, and, but also we're making noise too. So it's like hard to figure out like what's what, but like the fridge light was still on. Yeah, because Alex reached for a beer and I was like, Yeah, we like, don't open it. Yeah, we like don't open the fridge. Like, we don't know when the power's gonna come back on. This is all like literally again, within one minute, this is all happened. Um, the kitchen side kitchen door, you could hear like like just things being like rattled around and it was big bricks thrown like sporadically. They were stacked earlier that day. They were stacked like neatly, just like on the steps. Um, we just had like loose bricks there for some reason. <laughs> and <laughs> those ended up, I didn't really hear, hear much of that. I think y'all did. And then yeah, someone's not there. Out of the house. And then our, our pet, we had a pet chicken named Baby. That's yeah, weird. we called Baby. And she was like, <laughs> making a lot of like noises. Like, she was freaking out right outside the door. Um, and then we were hearing the bricks hit the house. Like it was like clunk, clunk clunk and so it's all happened in a minute <laughs> and did this the, is the lie. did you find the bricks like scattered around the the house yeah. afterwards yeah and they were like pieces like they oh were my goodness. hard yeah so they were going hard like they, they were like broken to smart pieces like where they hit the house yeah and so every everyone was accounted for other than Allie and will well little alex too there's two Alex's. One was Don't like a tiny little Alex. <laughs> well, one was like a tiny, like, he wasn't tiny. He was like probably like five, 10, five, nine, but he was like compared to other Alex, he was little Alex. So we had big Alex and little Alex. How big was yeah, big Alex if little Alex is five, ten? How big is broad dude? And he's very tall. He's like definitely over six foot. He's taller than you, right, Robert? Yeah, taller than me. He was playing like all like the macho roles of the shows. Like, yeah, he was, like, he was like the tin man in, in Wizard of Oz. If we had done Wizard of Oz, I don't know. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> and hypothetically, that's what he would play. Um, Sorry, there's a lot of outdoor hippie comedy in theaters that do Wizard of Oz. No I mean, worries. Especially in South, yeah, in Georgia. But yeah, so the lights come back on. And then about five minutes later, um, Allie and Will walk up. And they're like, you know, got their little bags and we're all like still kind of talking about it a little bit. Cause we were like, what we were like figuring everything out. Like, like, did you guys hear this? I, I didn't even realize the scream thing didn't actually register with me until Allie walked back in. And I was like, wait, like, 
I thought you were, I thought you were still here. She was like, oh no, we are, we just got back from the gas station because I saw their headlights pull up and everything, but I don't really, it was like very confusing. And I was like, that's when I was like, wait, I did everyone, did anyone else hear scream? Like who screamed? And we were all like, no, I didn't scream, but I heard it. That was coming from upstairs. And the guys were like, no, it was coming from downstairs. And we were like, what? Like wow. that's weird. And then the fact that the power went out for just like a minute anyway was weird, but like it wasn't the, the power because the fridge light was still on. So somebody had like turned off the breakers or and left the fridge went on. I like the idea of like a respectable ghost that wants to keep your food still cold. Yeah. Leaving <laughs> <laughs> something to yeah. eat. So the oh. order, of, uh, the order of events. So did you guys hear the scream first or did the lights go out first? Lights went out. Lights out, scream, bricks. Right. Okay. Lights back on. Or no, it's like lights out, scream, bricks. Big Alex gets a beer. Robert yells at him. <laughs> and then we realize the fridge light's still on. Something's weird. Then lights come back on. We're like, okay, thank God. Then like, we're talking about everything that just happened. And then Allie and Will walk in and we're like, hey guys, what's up? And we're like, wait, what? That's crazy. And they had like cigarettes and beer. Like, and, yeah, like they had things from the gas station, like snacks. Mm-hmm. And do they seem like somebody who would go through that much trouble for a prank? I mean, I know you said that they may be like kind of pranksters, but to throw bricks and to cut a breaker and to scream in two different levels, like. I just don't know if they could do all that yeah. in that amount of time. <laughs> like, I don't think they're quick crafty. enough. They were not that crafty. <laughs> no. Like, they're, they're, they're incredible people, but like they don't, they would not spend that much time on trying to prank somebody. Yeah. And was there anything leading up to it that would have like, you know, promoted them to do a prank like this like were you watching a movie or scaring each other like we had time to watch movies we no (laughs) (laughs) no no not at all i mean and this was late this was like late at night too because we would spend all day rehearsing and then we would build sets we would rehearse some more and then we'd get home like at midnight um so it was like a like we late night situation yeah the only thing i question though is the bricks and that's because little Alex was not was like right around the corner from that smoking a cigarette when it happened but if he was but so he, little could he throw bricks <laughs> that's true <laughs> his little arms throw big bricks <laughs> wait was so was he was acting surprised about it too yeah yeah but he was a strange character yeah <laughs> kind of aloof at all times uh-huh. yeah he was really funny and sweet but like I don't know. I just didn't really, that I didn't really buy. I was like, but he also was like, did you guys have, did you, like, someone said something about the bricks and he was like, Oh, is that what that noise was? And we were like, yeah. And I mean, I never, he always smoked like in the front corner of the house and this was like the side corner. So like on that side where he would smoke a cigarette. So like, I mean, he, it was like right around the corner from him. So, I mean, it could have, he could have done it. But then it was like this ridiculous thing. We're like, why would Will and Allie and little Alex do that without like without wanting to take credit for it later or something? You know, like, that's funny. Like, you got yeah. it, you know, like, because if they ever did do pranks like that, they would always like gloat about it and be like, ah, like, got you kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They never did that to this day. It's been like six years and they've never Never claimed it. Do you think he was out there throwing those bricks saying, I'll show him who's little after everyone here? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, call me little Alex. <laughs> Part of me wonders if this is like, um, you know, I, I there's a lot of weird kind of like 
acting exercises. Maybe this was like a director being like, I need them to have more fear on stage. (laughs) Just orchestrated this whole thing so you could tap into that energy. The show we were doing was Oklahoma, so I don't really see that being relevant. Yeah, not a lot of fear in Oklahoma. <laughs> was, he was a lighting intern, so he, mm-hmm. he was very chill and calm and just always yeah. had some trees. But right. like, more, more weird things happened, though, than just that one night. Um, so, like, shortly after that, the interns, the interns moved out, and then it left just the six apprentices there, and we stayed throughout the entire year. The interns were just there for the summer. And I'll always remember this day because it was insane. Um, one night, our basement flooded. Um, and like, um, my phone was on the ground and I lost my phone and it was a disaster. But we were I think like, you lost your phone like three times that year. I can't, don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> like two inches of water. So this, and, and so we're in the middle of nowhere and like, this place we were in really relies on the community around it to be like handy people. Um, and so this man, this, this like backwoods man comes out into this pickup truck and drives out to dig a trench around our house. So it'll stop flooding. Um, so thought about this. yeah, he's digging the trench and he's about to leave and we're telling him, thank you. I like, thank you so much. Um, and he goes, y'all know what happened here, right? Oh my gosh. And so we're all, we're, we're all, all six of us are standing there just like looking at him. Like, what do you, no. what do you mean? Cause we've been experiencing these things. And he's like, what, like, what do you mean? And, and he starts like cackling. Like he's like, Oh, 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 uh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> saying, he won't tell him. He's like, no, I'm not going to tell you. And like, Oh, that's the worst. And gets in his pickup truck and starts pulling out of our driveway. And so Will, this person who was sleeping next to me, being the person he is, starts like beating on his truck and being like, tell us, tell us. <laughs> running behind, remember that, Lauren? And like running behind him, like, tell us, tell us. And so he gets out. And then he then explains to me and Will that right where our beds are, <gasps> like a little over a year before that, a man had committed suicide there. It was like five years oh, before no. that. Oh, goodness. Five years before that? It was like two or three years. I also, Marie had told us. Oh, okay. This is also where the two of you were having uh, those same nightmares, right? Oh, right. About someone trying to reach for help from someone, but not able to. So the guy shot that person in the head. <gasps> yeah. And he shot oh, himself man. in the head. And like then, five years before we lived there in the basement. You know, Will and I were having the same dream about trying to get help from somebody and him not helping us. And we couldn't see his face. It was right. I remember the faceless part. Oh my goodness. Which I mean, I imagine, I mean that like kind of theme of the dream, I think would really relate to someone who's feeling suicidal and an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Just like trying to get help, but not knowing where to go. How did you guys connect that? Your beds were exactly where that happened. That, that, that backwoods handyman told us. He pointed to the spot and it was like, that's where it happened. Then we started asking people, all, all people. <laughs> I hope he like built up the drama around it too. He like walks you. He's like, let me show you exactly where it was. And- well, you know what? He really did. It was like cinematic the way that he did it. Like, but we were it. told by like several townspeople, like not people part of the like the theater whatever like none of those people like remember were you there when the animal control came there no 
So we had to call animal control and the people behind us. Cause it was like a problem. And, um, like they had their, they never, like their dog was like screaming all day, all night. And like, they never let it in side ever. So I don't, I guess we just called them. I don't really know why, but, um, so what we call animal control, he pulls up and he was like, it was me and Will again, <laughs> me and Will, it was me and Will. And the guy was like, are y'all kin to the folk that live here? And we we're like, no, sir. Like we're with the theater. We're just like interns. And, um, he was like, Oh man, y'all really, I can't go any, I can't go into that house. I'll go around the back. Blah, blah. Like all the stuff. And we were like, what? Thank God. Oh, wow. And then, a, then the cop for that, we won't say names <laughs> for this one, but somebody got pulled over in the middle of the night underage <laughs> drinking was involved. Yeah. And then what do they call? I guess they called you guys. No, I wasn't there. Well, I just heard about this. Well, the what the person who got pulled over called me and Big Alex, and we he was, <laughs> the cops said if you come give me a ride home, they won't arrest me. So we drove down there and picked him up, and the cop was and the cop was like they were just having a good time. I mean, we're literally in the middle of nowhere. It's very good old people home town. Uh-huh. And, um, they were just like Gavin with Gavin with the person who got pulled over. And, and then he was like, I heard y'all live at that house. And like, <gasps> the well, didn't he tell him his address? And he was, cause he's like, where do you live son? And he was like, this is the address where I'm like living right now. And he was like, Oh, you got bigger problems than this. Yeah. And then he was like, you need to call somebody and get them to come get you. It's like the and, Haunted Hill House on Netflix. Like everybody knows yeah. about this house. Yeah. Right. I did, did they all know about it because they knew the guy well before it happened? Do yeah. Think, or? So the guy was um so he this worked in the town. Yeah. So this town that we were in had a lot of like maintenance workers that came from like the area around it. He did like, like grounds or something, I think. He did like groundskeeping and he worked for the farm too. So he was like in this house we lived in was owned by the town. And so it was people who lived there were people that were like workers or interns or people that needed housing. So it was like housing. And so that's where he lived. And so everybody knew him because he was always helping around the town. Yeah. So what we found out was that, so what we later was revealed to us was that, so he was an alcoholic. He had recovered or was like in recovery or something like that. And then he went, to like a Braves game or something with his friends and ended up drinking. They came back to his house, like they were hanging out, but then he like, when he drank, he just like started getting really aggressive. And then, so everyone left. And then that night he shot himself in the head and the cop who had pulled over that guy was like, Oh, that was the bloodiest mess I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) yeah. And we were like, why are you telling us? <laughs> why are you telling me that? Population oh. of this town, um, it, it's, I mean, I wouldn't even know. I mean, like less than 10,000, I would say, or even less than that. I feel like this would be a great movie of just like. Or it some, is a movie already. Some overworked theater people <laughs> in some hippie commune surrounded by this like backwoods South Georgia town. Honestly, and would then be this great. ghost. Like, I'm. I'm seeing the script already in my head. I mean, if you've had a van, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know. <laughs> and yeah. Right. And we were all skinny and 22, so we were really cute. <laughs> yeah, and also we were really hot. <laughs> like, really hot people just, like, being spooked, you know? Yeah, because the theater director was like, I only hire hot people. Oh so my it, was God. Like, it was kind of a joke, but... 
it was but then you all looked around <laughs> and you're like, yeah yeah <laughs> we're cute scared but there's so much more around the area like we would also smell sulfur remember when we were doing the show and we were we did a show in a inside of a barn and it was a halloween show and so but like we were the ones scaring people the whole night so like we were just like whatever we're fine like we're in control here you know but there's a right. few times that we had to go like when we were done we were like cleaning everything up and then we would have to go bring something back to the barn like late at night when it was like kind of empty and no one else was really there and we would smell sulfur and we were like okay what's that <laughs> that wasn't there earlier like what, what's going on here and we were like i would get like chills like i, I couldn't and that part was probably in my head, but I was just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know if this is real or not, but <laughs> Lauren, did, <laughs> it, did it ever get so bad that you thought about wow. leaving? Oh. I mean, that wasn't why we thought. About <laughs> <laughs> no, we thought about leaving because we were overworked and underpaid. But... <laughs> 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 the, the ghosts were the least of our work. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we were fine with the ghosts. But, like, but also like learning that he was an alcoholic and like got aggressive when he was like, also apparently he was like a big prankster too um i think his name was like it was phil, phil. Yeah. yeah his name was phil so we called him you know we called him phil all the time oh you guys named you called him by his name that was his name yeah so when we learned it we were like like if stuff would go like the remote would go missing and everyone claimed to have not touched it and we'd be like phil <laughs> like, oh my goodness <laughs> and it's because will will is our friend who was an apprentice of us he's very spiritual and mm -hmm. He had Ouija boards and he had tarot cards. There, yeah. yeah, we did tarot cards. The, like the first month we were there, the very first like week he read our cards and like yeah. Um and and then Will Will said like Come and, Phil. and Will was like if we call him by his name he will be kind like it was, so we were like always saying his name we were like Phil we love you Phil <laughs> did you well, guys try to contact him on the Ouija board. No. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. No you, way. You want to tempt fate? No, thank you. No, we let saw him, him enough as it is. You don't we let him know how the Braves were doing? No. First of all, none of us knew. <laughs> we were theater people. We were like, what's baseball? Um, <laughs> sports. Like, no, time. No, no time for sports. But, but we Do did think all... it was weird, though, because when all this weird stuff would happen when we were drinking or like, doing something oh. doing like that, whatever i remember there was one time remember will's i don't know if you were with me when we walked in the door it was like will's birthday which also apparently we were told by people who knew him that like him and will were like kindred spirits because they had oh. very similar personalities like they were just like like fun and goofy and like like to prank people like mm -hmm. trick people and stuff like that and so we were they suggested that will have him he has like his own time in his the house the whole house to himself to like try to talk to phil and will was like yeah i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i don't blame him but like that wow. would be so freaky oh my goodness. i'm fully convinced it's the area we were in because lauren you remember that that like mansion that's that abandoned mansion in the woods of the area i did not go there y'all said you were doing that and i was like Count Wait, so the fuck out like i'm not doing that What's up, everyone? We hope you enjoyed part one of LC and Robert's episode. Make sure you tune in next Monday as they share more hauntings from their time at the theater. Don't forget to check out LC on Love is Blind, one of the current top shows on Netflix. Till then, keep it spooky. 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.